Hey there, everyone. Before we start the show, we here at Popcorn for Dinner want to give a big shout out to our good friend and illustrator, Kyle Kedzik, for helping us celebrate making it to 40 episodes with some uh, brand new custom artwork, which is now up on all of our social media accounts. We love it. We hope you love it. And if you're looking for some new custom artwork for your business or project, you can look him up on Facebook at Kyle Kedzik or even drop him a line at kylekedzik at gmail.com. That's K-Y-L-E-K-E-D-Z-U-C-H at gmail.com. For dinner, this is Jeff and Kelly. Jean Claude Van Damme month <laughs> is coming to a close with a movie that I have been wanting to see for so 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 long. <laughs> One that I had only ever uh, heard the like log line for, like mm-hmm. what really? <laughs> and just when we were deciding this month, we were going through all the different like services that we have access to to to, mm-hmm. to watch movies on, and. We had already seen a couple of Van Damme movies in just the like general yeah. looking through, like, man, there's a lot of Jean Claude movies. <laughs> and when this one rolled through, that was basically the moment that it was like Jean Claude Van Damme month. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> need to do it. And uh, needed to like close with it just because it was like, oh my God, the culmination mm-hmm. of this whole ludicrous month <laughs> is this movie. And the movie that we are talking about. This week is the 1995 American action thriller film, Sudden Death, <laughs> directed by Peter Hyams, written by Gene Quintano, story by Karen Elise Baldwin, the wife of the then Pittsburgh Penguins owner Howard Baldwin. Any relation to... I don't think it has anything to do with the Hollywood Baldwins, but it's just the fact that the story of this movie was conceived by the wife of the (laughs) owner of the Penguins is like, there's just something so absurd about that. Like, not not even to say that it's like, there's no possible way that she could ever, you know, like, not Mm -hmm. that's not what I mean. Just the absurdity of it of like, oh, I've got a hockey rink. Like, you know what I mean? Like that sort of thinking of like, oh, yes. Oh, like, <laughs> like um, Kevin Smith making clerks because it's like, oh, I got a convenience store. Mm-hmm. But in the like billionaire yeah. level, of like, oh, yeah, I have access to a hockey arena for the Pittsburgh Penguins. I can make an action movie yeah. about people, uh, terrorists at a hockey game. Yeah. But the uh, the the plot of the movie, according to IMDb, is a former fireman takes on a group of terrorists holding the vice president and others hostage during the seventh game of the NHL Stanley Cup Finals. Absolutely true. That is Mm -hmm. 100% what happens in this movie. (laughs) Um, What I found so hysterical was like how much the hockey game plays into the terrorist plans Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like to the like minute and at the end of the movie seemingly like uh, his plan uh, adapts and changes 
as the game does yeah. instead of following through <laughs> with normal plans because of uh, because of something else in the game happening. He's like, oh, I got to change my plans now. Like, yeah. why? What The game should be incidental to your plan <laughs> of, of, of getting a bunch of money. I didn't understand his plan. You know, like it's like, okay, there's like there's there's bank accounts that Mm -hmm. the that the U.S. secretly has, I guess. Yeah. And he knows about them and wants the money transferred from them to accounts that he holds. Yeah. That's my assumption. Essentially. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's like (laughs) they go into a whole bunch of specifics about like the transferring and the accounts and the countries and the this and the that. And I'm like, I this can't actually matter. Right. This is is complete just gobbledygook just to get to the action. Right. And it really is. Yeah. Like it's really just a showcase for uh, like Jean-Claude Van Damme to run around a hockey rink. And do a bunch of silly stuff. Like, basically do his John McClane. Yeah. Because this movie absolutely is die hard at the Stanley Cup Finals. It absolutely uh, is. I, 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 unfortunately, I tried really hard to think of a good die hard movie title that would work with hockey. And it just didn't come to me. I don't know. Um, but that's exactly what this movie is. It's like, there's terrorists. He's the one guy who can do something about it. Mm-hmm. And there you go. Yep. <laughs> and you have a like very talkative bad guy mm-hmm. who likes to monologue and sit there in his suit and just like execute people at random yeah. <laughs> and that kind of stuff. <laughs> so it's it's you know, it's Powers Booth instead of Alan Rickman. Mm-hmm. But I think he does a pretty damn good job in he this does, role. Like yeah. he's he's easily <clears throat> the actual reason to watch this movie. Yeah. In order to like appreciate any part of it because it's like (laughs) truthfully it's like the action is kind of nonsense the editing especially towards the end is really poor (laughs) the performances other than powers booth not all that great Mm, no (laughs) it's got some annoying kids in it oh my god the most annoying what was the the boy in I don't know. I kept looking at him and I was like, does this kid grow up to be in? Uh, and then all of a sudden my brain short circuited because I was th- it was like time was backwards because yeah. I was like, this kid looks like he grows up into the kid in Mrs. Doubtfire, which came out three years before this. So it's like, wait, oh, my God. Wait, what? <laughs> like, I was like, holy shit. Um, but yeah, the kids. Not great. <laughs> uh, you know, all the hostages, like the mayor and the mayor's wife and those fucking characters. And the only thing that like good that comes from them is that Powers Booth gets some hysterical lines <laughs> talking about them as he's like basically just terrorizing them. Yeah. He's like so sadistic and will just murder mm-hmm. at the slightest provocation. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I just I loved his one line about... I think it was, we can all agree that the mayor's wife has been the most annoying yeah. when he's talking about who's going to get it next. I was like, that is one of the greatest bad guy lines I've ever heard in my life. Like, yeah. that is so fucking funny. And he does it so well. And I was like, why is this bad guy wasted in this movie? Seriously. Because all of the rest of it, like, there's there's a brief sequence in the middle that I, I, I have... Uh, just a lot of notes about but like the whole setup to it is very just like bland and and Mm -hmm. you know kind of obvious yeah it's like okay so it starts there's a fire he's a fireman he's in there he's trying to rescue this girl but they can't get out Mm -hmm. 
flaming debris crushes them. That was actually a little surprising. Yeah. <laughs> I was waiting for just like a, a like, oh no, he notices that yeah. she died or something. Cause I was like, she's going to die. She has to die. Yeah. Uh, but I was not expecting them to just get like crushed with debris. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then all the other firemen finally show up too late. Yeah. He's been yelling for them. And now they show up after the debris has fallen, pull yeah. it off. Girl's dead. He can't handle it. You could see it on his face. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's, he is acting with his face so hard. Yep. I feel like it was like one big long take into that burning house, but there were probably cuts. I was writing notes not, and so. Not obvious cuts. I was paying attention because that's my jam. Yeah, like firefighter <laughs> movie. Totally. Um, But it seemed like it was like one sort of big long take through this mm-hmm. house, or at least there were just like minimal cuts into like straight up to him on the ground holding the girl mm-hmm. and then the thing comes down and there's you know shots of people doing stuff or whatever and then it's girl dead him like oh, oh, oh and then it's just like fade to black mm-hmm. and then the fucking title which was two years later and it was like oh okay and then they showed something and then another thing popped up on screen it was like game day and i was like whoa <laughs> hold on there's so much information we're getting and then immediately after that it was like four hours till game time i was like holy off. shit oh till phase up yeah but i was just like <laughs> holy shit like the game gets introduced before mm-hmm. he does again in the into the movie <laughs> like this game is important okay Focus on the game. It's the Stanley Cup final. It's game seven of the Stanley Cup final. Like the finalist of finals. Yeah, like <laughs> it's it's like a fictional rematch of the, the 92 finals. And it's like, nice. yeah, well, I mean, I would prefer this one that goes to game seven instead of a fucking clean sweep. That'd be nice. Um, that was fun. And I was a little bit sad because I was like, shit, how is this movie exactly going to end? Am I going to have to watch the Blackhawks lose game seven of the Stanley <laughs> Cup finals at the end of this movie? Because that's not going to make me feel good. Yeah. And uh, thankfully, it <laughs> yeah. I was actually writing into my notes towards the end of it when shit starts going really haywire that I was mm-hmm. like, they have to stop the game, right? Yeah. Like, they can't just keep going. Like, they're not going to win in overtime as a helicopter crashes into the ice, right? Like, that's not how this movie's going to end, even though now saying that out loud, it's like, that would have been amazing. Yeah. <laughs> that would have taken it to the, the like, extreme that I feel like the movie was lacking. Yeah. You know, like, I read that, uh, at least allegedly, the writer <laughs> had originally written a script called Arena, which was a more uh, action comedy like a essentially okay, okay. like a diehard parody. Yeah. But it's at a hockey game. So or, you know, yeah, it, yeah. It, some sort of sports <laughs> event or whatever. And it kind of got brought into this whole thing. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It was like, oh, and then we'll make it. And the owners of the Penguins are the producers. So it'll be the Penguins. And yeah, they won't want to make it look that silly. So, <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? So it kind of became a, a, a relatively more serious movie mm-hmm. than it probably should have been. Yeah. You know, there's one sequence, like it was sort of mentioned in the middle, that I feel has the, the tone <laughs> that the whole thing should have had without knowing who Powers Booth is. Mm-hmm. And the only real reason that I know is because of McGruber, when he, where he <laughs> plays his like his captain or whatever the fuck. Yeah. And he's so fucking funny in that. Um, but like other than knowing who he is and so being like, OK, so that's that's the bad guy. The only reason that I know that the bad guy's name is Joshua Foss is because in the credits, it says Powers Booth plays Joshua Foss. 
because they never say his name in the entire movie. Yeah. Never, ever, ever. They don't. And I realized so, so long into it that I was just like, I'm still writing Powers Booth. Mm -hmm. Like I will typically in my notes, uh, like uh, the beginning notes will have like actor names. Yeah. And then as the movie goes on, typically I'll, I'll transfer over to the character name to try to keep better track of the story of mm-hmm. uh, sometimes I just can't <laughs> not. So I'll, I'll just write, you know, Jack black the whole time or whatever. But like <laughs> in this one, I realized that towards the end, it was like, I still am writing either like powers booth or just the bad guy. Yeah. I, I was it like, was just bad guy. Yeah. And I was just whole like, time. what the fuck <laughs> How, did I really just not catch his name? And then I like looked into it and there's, like many references online to the fact that like, yeah, his name is never said aloud in the movie. <laughs> you only know it from the credits, which I think is hysterical for the second build person in the movie. You never hear the character's name. Yeah. <laughs> it's absurd. So Jean-Claude, who eventually I found out his name was Darren, which I was like, Darren? His name is Darren. That does not feel right to me. Uh, no. Uh, uh, his, didn't his daughter give his full name? Darren Francis Thomas McCord. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, whatever. It's just, I, he does not strike me as a Darren. Yeah. He's not a firefighter anymore. Right. And, uh, yeah. His son just can't let that go. Yeah. That, that was, uh, that was a bummer of a plot line to mm-hmm. have to deal with of like, God damn it, really, kid? Yeah. Like, especially, like, I, I mean, I guess if like they didn't tell the kids, Mm-hmm. why he's not a firefighter anymore yeah you know what i mean if like if they just said like oh it was too much for him so they're like oh dad's a coward mm-hmm. you know what i mean but it's like if these kids have any idea yeah about why he's not a firefighter anymore <clears throat> yeah then they were being so unreasonable and those are my least favorite kid act like not kid actors kid mm-hmm. actors whatever kid characters yeah are the like completely unreasonable but it's like bulletproof from criticism because it's like, oh, because they're kids mm-hmm. and kids can be unreasonable. So I can write a character that acts like shit just to, you know yeah. what I mean? Like make the main character feel bad mm-hmm. and to try to make me feel bad for him and yeah. whatnot. And it's just like this character, this kid just sucks. Yeah. No, He's I just a jerk. Hate the kid. Yeah. It's like it just makes me not care about his safety later. That's all yeah. you do in movie. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Um, and uh, and it's not all that long like they they really do jump into the like crux of the terrorists showing up you know what Mm -hmm. i mean like it's really like they show the like big security presence they introduce the idea that the vice president is coming to the game they have that guy hallmark walking around talking with people Mm -hmm. like oh yeah we gotta do this we gotta do this keep you know people off that floor and blah 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 whatever yeah and immediately the terrorists show up as dressed as like security people and all that kind of shit. It was very diehard, you know, like mm-hmm. showing up and taking out the people and then taking their spot and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. I thought it was uh, hysterical when they like they get the like first group of people like at gunpoint. Mm-hmm. Like, there we go. Like, we're going to be taking over now. Like, you know, yeah. like they got them at <laughs> like holding them off. And the one dude says. Don't get killed over it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. we're taking over. Don't get killed over we're it. We're going to steal your car. Don't get killed over it. Yeah. And then I wrote, <laughs> kills them. Yeah. Immediately afterwards. Mm-hmm. Where it was just like, okay, well, then why even say it? If you're one of those maniacal bad guys who's just going to blow people away, yeah. then don't give them the false hope that you're not going to blow them away. Just do it. There's so many bad guys. 
there's no clear bad guy plan mm-hmm. you know like the, we they never have any sort of like meeting or there's yeah. the, you know nothing is ever clarified about who is going where or what they are doing until they get there mm-hmm. you know like it's like okay so these guys are impersonating what an entire security crew because there's I like mean, seven or eight dudes in those have... red jackets and i'm just wondering yeah. how you like how do you take out and replace eight fucking people of a security crew and not have any fucking like alarm bells go off or have anybody be like i don't recognize any of these guys and where the fuck are those other dudes you know what i mean like so it's like did they replace every security guard at the building with themselves or did they only (laughs) get a few of them but everyone's just too busy like, I, I didn't understand the level of control they had over this place. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, where are the police that are absolutely here? Oh, yeah. At a sporting event. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like you can sneak your way into like, a oh, we got a little <clears throat> uh, fucking like maroon jacket. We're a security guard. Mm-hmm. But like, there's still fucking police here, like real police. Yeah. And yet they like, they just, they take over. Yeah. Somehow. You know, that's the absurdity of die hard at a hockey game (laughs) you know what i mean like die hard a closed office building Mm -hmm. you know what i mean with like two security guards sitting up front or something that they had to take out and they basically had it Mm -hmm. like yeah that seems like unfortunately logical like oh shit yeah it might be that easy (laughs) (laughs) you know if it's if it's closed and there's not a lot of people there and you got enough guys Mm -hmm. but it's like this is a literal live sporting event yep and it's not like game 45 out of a season yeah this is the final championship game of hockey and these guys somehow mm-hmm. are able to do all of the shit that they do and not get fucking caught like even when they do the reveal yeah that hallmark has been working with them like the guy from secret service has been working for the bad guys the whole time. Mm-hmm. Like, again, not a single bit of that <laughs> changes how many other people should be in that building double-checking yeah. on this stuff. It's absurd. And, like, obviously this is not the movie to get bogged down in those sorts of things. Like, this movie was never going to explain that. No. And they never saw it as a hindrance or a <laughs> or an obstacle. You know what I mean? Where it was like, and then the bad guys take over the Stanley Cup final. And it's like, yes. They do. <laughs> like, they just accidentally do. And not just the Stanley Cup final, but the vice president is there. Yes. We were able to do everything we wanted. Yep. And there was never going to be pushback other than Jean-Claude Van Damme. <laughs> because I don't even remember what it was that tipped him off. Because, like, he gets to the game. He shows his kids around. Mm-hmm. You know, the girl goes and meets with Iceberg, the the mascot and the lady who plays it. Yeah. He takes the boy. I don't even fucking remember their name. Emily and Tyler. Okay. He takes Tyler down to the uh, <laughs> the the locker room and he meets Luke Robitaille, mm-hmm. which I was like, holy shit, Luke Robitaille. Like, I know that name. Like, that's a dude. Like, that's hysterical that he is in this movie. Just mm-hmm. like, oh, hey, what is up, kid? I am in this movie. <laughs> like, so funny to me. And and the fact that he and Jean-Claude speak French to each other yeah. was just icing on the cake. Or it's just like, oh, my God, we have to have Luke be in the scene so that he and Jean-Claude can talk to each other. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's amazing. Because, again, in this one, he is French-Canadian. Yes. And uh, <laughs> so he, sure. he used to play goalie. 
up there in French Canada, and uh, oh man, that comes into play. Yeah, it does. <laughs> uh, which was unfortunately something that I did know was coming. Like I knew that I about the movie. Did not. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that's a that's a fun one. We'll um, yeah, <laughs> he shows them around. He shows them to their seats. And then he's sitting there with them for a while, mm-hmm. right? And then... Oh, you skipped over the poor woman that was gardening. Oh, yes, Mrs. Ferreira. Yes. I wrote, Mrs. Ferreira is in trouble. Because mm-hmm. I was like, okay, so this this plan has one of those uh, off-site parts of the plan. Yeah. That, you know, oh, man, look at how fucking, like, how well put together this crew is. They got yeah. all these different <laughs> things running. And I was wondering what the hell her deal was going to be. And I uh, I didn't write it down, but I did think of it. I was like, I'm expecting a scene way later in the movie where she's going to turn the tables on this guy. And she'll be like a secondary hero that the mm-hmm. heroes don't even know about. So like two scenes later when she gets fucking full of lead, yeah. I was like, oh, God, I've read that wrong. Yeah, grossly misjudged the situation. <laughs> yeah, completely. Especially after, like, the la- after her brilliant line of, I keep my machine gun in with the produce. <laughs> oh, yeah, you gotta hilarious. love, like, uh, th- that's another staple of, like, 90s action movies is the, like, the snarky hostage. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Where the bad guys are always like, oh, you, oh, you, you're getting the best of me, but I'm gonna kill you later. <laughs> like, that kind of vibe. Um, she's the cook's wife. So they have her call him and tell him that he's going to have some new assistance with him and that mm-hmm. he can vouch for them. Um, and if they don't, she's dead. Yeah, exactly. So that they can get all their guys into the elevator that goes up to the suite mm-hmm. where the vice president is being held. Bada yeah. bing, bada boom. <laughs> Bad guys <laughs> in the room got a bunch of hostages. And like, I was wondering how this was really going to play out. Yeah. You know, cause I was like, at this point he hasn't, you know, uh, you know, revealed exactly what his plan is either. He's just like there mm-hmm. and they come in and like kind of take it over. So it's like, okay, how does this game keep going? <laughs> you know, it was just yeah. like, what exactly is going to be at play here that doesn't disrupt mm-hmm. this hockey game. It must be, way more low key than <laughs> i'm imagining in my head yeah and it's not because there's lots of gunplay oh yeah and they just use the fucking patented 90s sniper or not sniper silencer mm-hmm. where it's just like if it has a little tube at the end of it you can't even hear it yeah it's just a <laughs> it's it's just another one of those things where it's like that's what is going to happen in these movies mm-hmm. if you are not on board for that then that is not our fault yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know like you should know yeah so like watching it it was like okay i mean i guess i guess they if if they had magical silencers <laughs> that you literally couldn't fucking hear then i guess i could see how they could take over this booth and hold the vice president hostage. Mm-hmm. I didn't understand how these bad guys knew so much about the inner workings of this stadium yeah. to be able to plan all this shit ahead of time. I... And like, who started this plan? Like, was it the secret? Was it Hallmark? I have no idea. Because it seems like this had to have taken a lot of research 
Yeah, like it's so more, much to understand the like the inner workings of the kitchen staff. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Where it's like the head, like obviously, yeah, you like the head chef will be like the head chef of the kitchen or whatever. Yeah, but like knowing that his word would get your mm. people past security. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that literally just getting him on your side and having him be like, yes, yeah, they are with me is enough for security for the vice president to just be like, okay, yeah. we trust you that much. Yeah. Like how? Who is this? He's a cook. I mean. In, a, in Pittsburgh. Like he has nothing to do with, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like unless they Actually, brought his own chef. But uh, now no. that I think about it, didn't Hallmark set that whole thing up? Oh yeah, like it's yeah, it's like a feedback loop. Yeah. <laughs> Where it's like Hallmark, who's in on it, tells everyone that the chef's word is his bond. Yeah, because he or knows whatever. that they'll yeah, get he the knows. wife. Yeah, because they're to- getting the wife, and then that makes it okay yeah no yeah now i'm i mean truthfully it is confusing it is so confusing like the way that everything plays out uh and the and just how it gets cut between from one thing to another thing so much jumping yeah it it gets a little wild but that's actually hysterical to like be like oh yeah okay that's (laughs) why it's not just a random thing gotcha yeah then they introduced one of the silliest things that I just could not believe for the life of me was that the Pittsburgh goalie was playing that night with a 104 degree temperature. Mm -hmm. Like, I know that that's not like 110 degree temperature. Like, holy fuck, get him. Get him to the hospital right now. But it's like, you shouldn't be playing. You should absolutely be on bed rest and getting better. (laughs) Mm -hmm. There is nothing about 104 degree temperature that is like, eh. Just you, tough it like, out. You need like an active IV drip right now. <laughs> yeah, like, like it's it's wild that that is a plot point in this movie. Like that they couldn't have made it anything like even slightly more believable or a hundred degrees. Yeah, or, that's bad enough. Or honestly, just you don't even have to. You don't even have to just really say a anything. Fever. Yeah, exactly. Don't specify. Yeah. And then they start giving us a little bit more of uh, of Powers Booth. Being mm-hmm. like a sadistic bastard and just like shooting people mm-hmm. and uh, his wonderful line and delivery when the one dude says like that, that agent over there had a wife and a new kid and this and that. And he goes, I'll send a card, yeah. <laughs> which I thought was hysterical. I was like, that's the best fucking line in this movie until that later one about the mayor's wife. I was yeah. like, this dude just keeps getting better. Yeah, Like that was so like it, it's not necessarily super unique. Yeah. You know, to have the like the the like crying hostage who the 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 bad guy shows disdain for. Mm-hmm. Like, what are you doing? My people saw so much worse. You know, there's always mm-hmm. shit like that. But in this case, it was so fucking funny <laughs> how he dealt with it that it wasn't just like angry about it, but that he was just like kind of a dick about it. Yeah. <laughs> so she's clearly the most annoying. She won't he- stop crying. <laughs> he kind of reminded me of Negan. Yeah, a little bit. He's got a, he got a vibe like that. Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> if, if The Walking Dead was made in the early nineties, yeah, <laughs> I could totally see that actually. Um, <laughs> after that is when the kid Tyler mm-hmm. sprays Emily in the face with the squirt gun mm-hmm. that he snuck into the game 
and fucking Darren did nothing about. Yeah. Which I thought was so dumb. Like the fact that he like sees it and it's like, that's a squirt gun. Like mm-hmm. neon green and shit. Like the, the you've have you got a squirt gun right there. Yeah. And then he says, like, what is that? And the kid's like, What? Nothing. Yeah. And he's just like, mm. And just leaves and doesn't do it. And it's like, no, you know that there's a squirt gun there. And yeah. obviously you don't want him to have it because he's clearly a little shithead. Yeah. Like, so it's just <laughs> silly to me that he holds on to it uh, or lets him hold on to it yeah. or whatever. But then he sprays his sister in the face with it. She spills her drink. Like, what a horrible brother. Seriously. She runs off, even though, you know, Jean-Claude told them to stay there mm-hmm. while he went off and did his job. She runs off and runs into... Quite possibly, like, the I, the greatest thing that this month has brought. <laughs> my favorite sequence. My favorite, like, images that will live in my head forever <laughs> from this fucking month. Because she goes into... <laughs> she, go, she, she sees the mascot mm-hmm. go into the bathroom. Yeah. And she's like, I know that mascot. Yes. <laughs> like, I was, I'm friends. We met earlier. Yeah. I was hanging out with her before the game. Yeah. So she runs off into the bathroom. And from what I understand, this was just the public bathroom. Yeah. Right? Like, this was not and- like she went off somewhere where the, the employees go. This was just like right off the concourse. Mm-hmm. There are the bathrooms. Goes into the bathroom. Sees... Icy, iceberg, whatever. Yeah. Hanging out in there, like all fully mascot dressed Mm -hmm. and assumes it's the woman she knows. Yeah. And then I don't know why. I don't I don't know if maybe I missed a shot or something or because it it just came out of absolutely fucking nowhere is that the stall door (laughs) just opens. Mm-hmm. Like, no, I, I, I didn't understand what happened there. It just opened. Yeah. And <laughs> the, the woman who is supposed to play Icy, her corpse, mm-hmm. <laughs> with like a bullet hole through the head, <laughs> just drops out of the stall into the bathroom. In f- right in front right of Right in front of a small child. <laughs> and then comes like the greatest image I've ever seen, which is of a panicked NHL mascot <laughs> desperately trying to hide a corpse. <laughs> Just the, like, like, getting under it, like, lifting it back into the fucking thing, like, trying to close it over, like, just, like, watching an, NF- an NHL mascot try to cover up a murder is so funny. Like, that is so inherently funny. And from what I've read, that is, like, the only surviving thing. From that original, like, action comedy script. Damn. Right? And it's like, watching that was so, so funny. And I was like, it's like the movie doesn't even understand that this is what it should be the whole time. Yeah. Like, do not play any of this shit straight. What are you doing? This movie is, like, that moment there. And then there's, like, a little bit more that's similarly silly 
when Jean-Claude stumbles <laughs> upon this mascot, yeah. realizes that it's not the girl that he knows mm-hmm. and is therefore one of the terrorists. I think she says something about like, oh, your little girl's up in the box now. Yeah. We can go get her. And he realizes that, oh, she's bad. Mm-hmm. So they get into a fucking fist fight and he's yeah. fist fighting the mascot now. And that's the first fight of yeah. the movie. Yeah, it's like 40 minutes in and mm-hmm. the first fight is against the mascot. Yeah. There's that moment where he's punching the head. Oh, Oh my god, it was like, uh, have you, have you seen Ace Ventura? No. Oh, at the very end of the movie, he gets in a fight with a mascot, and there's a like <laughs> of punching the mascot head mm-hmm. that is just like, at least to me, just so inherently funny. Where it's like, you're not punching the person, you're punching the mascot right yeah. now. Like, it's not actually doing what you think you're doing, but it's Jean Claude, and he. Seems to be playing it deadly serious. Yes. <laughs> he doesn't really wink at all in this movie. Yeah. Which was so strange considering how like inherently hilarious yeah. so much of this is. <laughs> and especially like the end of that sequence too. Because like obviously the, you know, since the girl saw the mascot <laughs> with the corpse, <clears throat> the girl had to be taken up to the room mm-hmm. with the bad guys. Right. So now Jean-Claude has a reason to give a shit about this. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because it's like, truthfully, honestly, uh, if if it wasn't, if his kid wasn't up there, he'd probably be like, I'm out of here. Yeah. He'd get his other kid and he'd leave. <laughs> um, They take her up there. He finds the mascot. He, fi- he sees the hat. Is what yeah. tips him off. He sees his, his daughter's hat in the elevator. Yeah. And he's like, oh, they took her and it wasn't nice, you know, like mm-hmm. she lost the hat somehow. So he fights the mascot. And the end of that sequence, like, oh my gosh. I mean, there was, I wrote down all a bunch of the different things that they did in this scene because it was just so fucking funny that it was like, they're going to fight through the kitchen. Therefore, mm-hmm. there will be the meat slicer sequence yep. where his head's near the meat slicer. Mm-hmm. Uh, there will be the deep fryer moment where yep. her hand goes into the deep fryer and burns yes. it all up. There is the uh, the meat tenderizer moment where she pulls the meat tenderizer to, to mm-hmm. try to bash his brains in. Mm-hmm. And then the red pepper flakes moment where he dumps <laughs> the whole thing of red pepper flakes into the mouth of the mascot, <laughs> which is her eyes. Yeah. <laughs> and that fucking like incapacitates her. And then I wrote, I was just like, man, he just stands and watches her get brutalized by that washing machine. Yeah. Like, that was gruesome. Very. Like, I mean, and not necessarily, like, visually, you know? Mm -hmm. It wasn't like, oh, there was blood everywhere just spraying out of this thing. (laughs) But it was just the fact that, like, it wasn't like she went in there and, like, "Ah," and, like, got killed. Yeah. It was, like, screaming Mm. through the machine as she gets dragged into it that you're just, like... And, like, (laughs) choked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, like, dragging her backwards and everything. So it's just, like, oh, my God, this is a nightmare. And he's just kind of, like, oh, well, look at that. He's just numb now. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, you'd think that that would probably mess you up just as much as a little kid dying. (laughs) But, I don't know, that's just me, I guess. I also thought it was uh, fucking crazy that she was actually she was gonna blow that kid away. Yeah. Oh yeah. The only reason it didn't happen is because she was out of bullets. Mm-hmm. I was like, holy fuck, what is it with this whole crew? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like in Die Hard, you could tell that like, yeah, Ellis deserved it, and <laughs> uh, you know, Mr. Takagi. Uh, if we're being fair, he wasn't listening. So like, you know, but it didn't seem like Hans was too big on actually killing people yeah, until it got to the point. Happy. Yeah, until it got to the point where it was like, fuck, I'm gonna have to kill some people now. <laughs> but these folks seem like that's their first instinct in every moment is like, mm-hmm. how can I kill this thing mm-hmm. that is in front of me? <laughs> 
Just kill every obstacle. Apparently. Yeah, exactly. Just kill until you have money. It, it was at this point because like he has demands, and in the end, it just winds up really confusing as well. Of like, who is he giving these demands to? Do they actually matter? Does he actually care about them? Because by the end, it's like everyone is in on it. Apparently, you know, you know, so, you know, him and the Secret Service. So therefore, anyone who's listening to the Secret Service, which is like everybody. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where it's like he gives the demand that there be no police presence and then a shitload of police show up mm-hmm. and uh, he doesn't necessarily do anything about that. Yeah. You know, he like the only reason he's killing people is because they're not meeting his timeline of transferring the money, mm-hmm. which I thought was absolutely hysterical. Yeah. Like, <laughs> what? Is there like a progress bar that shows you as each dollar gets moved over digitally but on its own? Like one and two and three and four like why would it take long like i don't understand why it would take you know what i mean like if if they had the access to it and like they knew what the bank accounts were that he was talking about and he gave them all the information about the banks that they were supposed to go to Mm -hmm. why would you ever accept anything less than all of it immediately like where it's like you have the information all of it everything that is needed to do this transaction i mean just do it (laughs) banking in the 90s it's not as quick as it is today i don't know i mean but like more so just the fact that it's like oh they've done this much like they need a third of it before the first period is over or i start killing hostages Mm -hmm. and it's like is that the whole reason for being at the hockey game it's just for the three periods thing or it's like (laughs) that's how he had it planned in his head and he was like, we couldn't do it at the basketball finals because they do quarters. So it just doesn't make any sense. So we have to do it at the Stanley Cup finals. <laughs> like, it just seems silly to me. Like, it, it, or really what it comes down to is that he had a plan for this mm-hmm. or they had a plan for this. Whoever the fuck was involved had a plan for this. And then they were like, oh, he's going to be at the Stanley Cup finals game. So we're going to do it there. <gasps> oh, we have a theme. Yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, it seemed like they got really excited about the prospect of it being at the hockey game and yeah. therefore built their plan around it yeah. in a fun way yeah. to make sure everyone's having a good time you know um it's so silly to me and it's like really kind of funny but they don't lean into it enough yeah <clears throat> and and then at the end it's like they do lean into it like the moment happens and it's totally ridiculous mm-hmm. but they play it absolutely straight and yeah. you're just like wrong choice yeah absolutely wrong choice um this whole movie is so like ridiculous like and it just kind of repeats over and over Mm -hmm. what jean-claude is doing because he just winds up he's going around and he's finding all their explosives yeah and he's fucking like disabling them right i find it hysterical that his process is the same for all of them and it's so simple Mm mm-hmm and I couldn't believe that they didn't, you know, that it wasn't any more difficult than that. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was like, it's like, okay, so you pull it down and there's two cable or, you know, there's two wires. You cut like, the green one. Yeah. And then you cut the white one. Yeah. And, and then, then you done. turn off the switch. And it's over. Yeah. And it's just like, that's it. Oh my God, guys. Really? I mean, I mean, I'm assuming they were just assuming nobody would ever see them. Yeah. But it still is like, you have all of these fucking plans mm-hmm. going into this thing. You seem to have had like timed things out to a T. Yeah. And yet, it's that simple. <laughs> like, but yeah, he's going around and he's finding those things, and every once in a while, uh, a bad guy finds him too. Oh my god! And- <laughs> Can we talk about the greatest like MacGyver invention I've seen in an action movie? Oh, oh yes. 
That was great, wasn't it? Uh, amazing. That and was the coolest thing in the world. When it happened, I actually think, I was like, I think the Mythbusters actually tested this. And it works? It works. Yeah, it totally seems like it would work. Yeah. The, like, pneumatic mm -hmm. uh, nail gun cannon from his arm. He's yeah. got the like pipe running down his sleeve mm -hmm. with the the like screw or what, what whatever what was that uh, that he fired out of there it was like a, it, a bit yeah it, it looked like it was a yeah it was either a drill bit or a screw through a cap for wires mm -hmm. yeah um, yeah yeah so that it would block the whole tube to get all the air pressure and oh, then yeah. using the fire extinguisher. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, that was so fun. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty damn dope. I did enjoy that. He had that one and he gets the dude right in the fucking head with it too. It was perfect. Mm -hmm. um, and then he has the other thing later when he makes that like, that. basically he makes an IED. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> out of household things yeah. like heroes do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just such just, a weird thing to yeah. think, like thinking about it that way. Like, oh yeah, wow, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm glad he's not deranged, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I love the fact that Hallmark comes to the rescue and then immediately is revealed as the traitor. Yeah, right. And I was like, eh, oh, well, uh, never mind. I, uh, in my head, I was like, Hallmark is like Darren's Al, you mm -hmm. know, from Die Hard. Like mm -hmm. he's talking to him on the outside a little bit and yeah. he's like helping him out. Like, I'm the only one in here who can save them and blah, 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 whatever. Mm -hmm. And he's out there like, don't, don't fuck anything up. <laughs> yeah. kind of stuff. Uh, and then when he turns out to be one of the bad guys, I was like, oh no, Darren doesn't even have an Al. Yeah. Ugh, what a bummer for him. Sorry. Just one other quick little fun MacGyver-ish moment was him using the board outside. To talk to oh right 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 he cops. uses the like billboard and <laughs> mm -hmm. everything and then the fucking rocket launcher bad guy just blows that shit up yep that was the point where i was like finally i was just like okay this is just the most absurd universe in the world mm -hmm. because no one cares about that nobody there's so much exploding mm -hmm. and guns and all sorts of nonsense happening mm -hmm. and nobody in this game notices yep. none of the fans the announcers Nothing. fucking the, the the players like this it's like <laughs> it's just absurd that they can run around this place mm -hmm. like there's nobody here yeah like it's like the, you guys know that that's not how sports games work, right? Yeah. It's like there is literally always people in the hallways, mm -hmm. and it's just like there's just no possible way yeah, for them it's... to be running around like this, and there's no possible way that there's nobody down near the doors right in front <laughs> to see when the like seventy police cars show up. Yeah, and you think they'd be like, oh. You know, oh, people look, just... the sign blew up tonight. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah. A helicopter was above it and exploded or nearly exploded. Mm -hmm. It just cr it just crashed. I don't even remember what it did. The first time they put helicopters up there and then rocket launcher bad guy. Yeah. Who was the guy who killed Mrs. Ferrara. Yeah. Uh, I, w I was really mad that he showed up again because he was annoying and mm -hmm. I just didn't like him. <laughs> yeah, me neither. But he, he shoots a rocket at the fucking helicopters that are hovering above it. Yeah. And then I don't remember what happens. Like people almost fall into the stadium 
through the like retractable roof, but then no, they just the, like the, don't. I don't think the roof oh, was no, open no, yet. That's right, because he lands on it. Mm-hmm. The guy he lands on it and has the longest yes. scream as he slides <laughs> off the building in a really terrible special effect, too. Because oh, by yeah. the end of it, you could see that it was just like, like oh, that's not a human yeah. sliding on that building. That yeah. is an effect. Yeah. But yeah, dude, that one was the fucking funniest. He was just like like holy fuck he screamed the whole way down oh yeah then he does the squirt gun flamethrower where he's got the where he Mm, he refills mm -hmm. his son's squirt gun full of lighter fluid and shoots it through a lighter yep uh i thought it was hysterical earlier in the movie when he was like searching rooms for stuff and he gives that like really serious look to the lighter and the bottle of Mm -hmm. lighter fluid and I didn't really think of it at the time of him using it later for anything. Yeah. I was just like, is that just like the fire marshal in him being like, this is dangerous. <laughs> like, like he was just giving it a serious look. Like, don't you guys start anything. Yeah. And he had to move You should along. be in separate drawers. <laughs> yeah. You should not be this close. Um, and he runs through some more goddamn boiler rooms. Because mm-hmm. every single one of these movies includes sequences in boiler rooms. Yeah. <laughs> At least I don't it's think it's because it's steamy and hot. Yeah, I don't think he lost his shirt in this one, did he? No, I don't think so either. He kept that nice powder blue shirt <laughs> yeah, on. Yeah, like perfectly clean, too. I mean, he didn't, he didn't even get like, because thinking about like Die Hard and everything, where by the end yeah. of it, John looks like shit. Yeah, he does. <laughs> compared, to, compared to the end of Die Hard, yes, Darren definitely looks a lot better at the end of Sudden Death than John McClane. For sure. So he runs around the stadium for a while, diffusing more bombs. And he sometimes takes some calls from the bad guy because he's mm-hmm. bored, I guess. Yeah. And just feels like talking to him, yeah. which is like honestly funny. Yeah. Um, but the movie does, again, it doesn't really play it like it knows that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's kind of funny that he's just like, hey, how you doing? Yeah. What's up? How, how you many, been? How many bombs have you diffused? Yeah. Just like calling in, <laughs> checking in. Uh, and then he starts to get chased by a couple of the bad guy's goons. Mm-hmm. I, I just <laughs> I didn't specify but I just wrote pushes that poor vendor down the goddamn stairs yeah who was it was that Sean claude yeah. right yeah I was like dude Come don't on. fuck with the fender he's just he's here to sell stuff and make money don't fucking yeah. push him down the goddamn stairs what are you doing I mean, it's hard enough yeah really it's game seven it's Stanley Cup finals people are probably drunk and angry mm-hmm. my god and uh and then they chase him like down the stairs and straight across like right in front of the boards yep and i was like this chase should be attracting a lot of attention yep like so much attention but the movie is trying to play it like no everybody's eyes are on the hockey game yeah and it's like yeah maybe a good chunk of them Mm -hmm. but like there's still this big huge frenchman getting chased by two bigger huger guys yeah and they're just like running like full-on sprinting and like escape running Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like it would draw attention if people were just running in general because it'd be like oh is there an emergency yeah but the fact that this dude is clearly like uh, uh, like looking back over his shoulder (laughs) the whole time is like that man's being chased yeah he's clearly being chased someone trip one of the bad guys (laughs) yeah but it's just like nobody cares yeah. No security guards or cops or anybody. No. Especially not right there at the entrance to the rink where they typically stand. Yeah. Just not there. No, not at all. <laughs> and then it happens. <laughs> the moment yes. that, like, when did you realize that it was going to happen? Because, like, throughout the whole movie, they cut 
into the game. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And they're like, oh, you know, they, they, eventually it gets to be like 3-2 Chicago, mm-hmm. third period. And the goalie who's been playing with a fucking fever finally can't take it anymore yeah. and goes to the locker room. And so the backup goalie gets put in. Mm-hmm. And he goes up to the locker room. Jean-Claude finds his way to the locker room, sees the guy sitting there. That's one. Okay, when he, when he <laughs> sees the goalie laying there in his in his gear mm-hmm. still, and he's just like laying there unconscious with an oxygen mask on his face. Or it's yeah. like, yeah, guys, maybe he shouldn't be unattended. Maybe he should be on his way to a hospital yeah. or something. If he's laying here, just laying here. Mm-hmm. With an oxygen mask on mm-hmm. in his gear. So it's like it wasn't even a case of like, get yourself comfy. We're going to have you lay down. It was like, you need to lay down right now. Yeah. You need a mask on right now. And then we're all going to go do something for a little while. We'll check on you. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's it. <laughs> but he sees him laying there. And it's one of those things where like you see it happen now so much in like cartoons where they will, or not, you know, cartoons or, you know, I think they do a joke <laughs> like it in Futurama. I'm sure they do it in tons of other stuff. But the like seeing someone with whom you should change outfits with in order to avoid capture Mm -hmm. and then like it not happening because that's absurd. You know what I mean? (laughs) Or like doing something different or whatever. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. this is that moment where it's like it really should have been anything else. Yeah. (laughs) Because of the fact that it's like impossible. Absolutely. 1000% impossible. Yeah. To fully disrobe this unconscious man mm-hmm. because it's not like he like wakes up and is like, hey, get your shit off, give it to me mm-hmm. or anything like that. So it's like he disrobes an unconscious man, mm-hmm. leaves him there in his underwear. <laughs> Essentially, yeah. Don't know where he puts his own clothes. He must just, just stuff him in a garbage can or something. I don't know. Under because the pants. <laughs> he's wearing the button up shirt under the pants. But like he puts on the whole fucking goalie gear mm-hmm. and then goes back out onto the ice. Mm-hmm. And this is all just to hide. Like yeah. it's not like he needs to get on the ice to like de- to yeah. defuse a bomb <laughs> that's attached to the pipe. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Or something like that. It's like this was literally just so that when the bad guys come into the locker room, they don't see him yeah so your thought is the entire goalie's outfit mm-hmm. terrible plan absolutely terrible so then he gets back onto the ice and goes to the bench mm-hmm. none of his teammates realize that he is not the man that plays goalie for this team how in game seven of the stanley cup finals yeah. nobody looks him in the eye yeah. everyone's just like you're here I'm not even going to look at you. I'm just going to mm-hmm. smack you in the side of the head with, my, with mm-hmm. my glove because we are so in tune as teammates. I know it's you. Yeah. And nobody notices that it is not the same man. Nope. Not even close. Yeah. And then the coach is like, oh, so you're feeling better. And he just like nods his head. Mm-hmm. And then the coach says, get the fuck back in net. Yeah. And so he has to go play goalie for a minute. Yeah. That's something that happens in a movie that stars like Sinbad or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's a silly ass 90s comedy moment. Yeah. And I guess that along with that whole mascot debacle, <laughs> these two things feel like the moments that this movie should have been. You know what I mean? Where it's yeah. like him having to play goal for a little bit <laughs> should be hilarious. Oh, yeah. But the movie tries to play it like it's suspense mm-hmm. that it, that he do this. Yeah. 
And it's like, who fucking gives you shit? You know what I mean? Like, even if, like, deep down he is a Penguins fan and wants them to win, would he be like, oh, I'm going to have to play goalie? Because it's like, if you play goalie and you keep playing well, they're just going to keep you in net. Yeah. So it's like, just, like, step out of the net or something. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, give up a terrible goal that you don't even care about. And force them to pull you so that you're not playing goalie anymore. (laughs) Or just do what you do after you make the save of the year. Yeah. Air quotes. That was. I was like, really? This was a shitty year in hockey if that was the save (laughs) of the year. Like, did all the other goalies this year not have arms? Yeah. It was literally just like a, I caught it. Yeah, it was just a glove save. (laughs) Yeah, like glove save in front of the net. And they're like, holy jumping Toledo. Yeah. Like, are you fucking kidding he me wasn't right even, now? Like, not even, like, launching from pipe to pipe. Yeah, yeah. Not, just... a, not at all. Like, considering the fact that it was all real hockey players, like, a lot of it was actually, like, there was some footage from a real Penguins-Blackhawks game. There was some footage from a, a uh, an exhibition game that was put together specifically to get footage for this movie. <laughs> That included players from other teams, like lower level, like AHL or ECHL or something like that, teams playing in Blackhawks and Penguin sweaters for the game. So, like, it's real hockey players, and Mm -hmm. they're really actually playing hockey. So, like, when you see someone go up and score a goal, it's not like a Mighty Ducks goal. You know what I mean? Where it's like, (laughs) oh, and then it flies around the world, and then it scoots in (laughs) under his pads. It's like, no, it's a real hockey player putting a real fucking goal in the net. (laughs) So, his save is just so pedestrian that it's like, we've seen better saves from the real goalies we've been watching this whole movie. Mm -hmm. And then this moment happens, and you're supposed to be like... Holy shit, not only is he going <laughs> to save the day, but he also technically made the save of the year in the NHL. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's like the fact that yeah. it is one <laughs> line. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it's one line earlier in the movie about like, I played goalie a little bit when I was younger. Yeah. And that's the whole bit of it. It's not like a dream he had that was taken from him yeah. or something where he's like, I always wished I was in the Stanley Cup finals or any, mm-hmm. he never talks about it. Nope. So him getting this moment is just like, wh- is he going to get a blow job too or something? <laughs> like, and all the best shit in the world happens to Darren <laughs> as he fucking wins the day and all that kind of shit. It's yeah. so fucking silly. Um, and it's just absurd that he then just like goes up and punches a dude out. Yeah. And just gets sent to the locker room for punching a dude out. And the yeah. coach is like, Dolomo, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> like, I felt That's so bad. That's a thousand dollar fine. Yeah, really. I was like, that is so fucking absurd. And also just the fact that, like, if he's making a save of the year, mm-hmm. there's going to be replays. I don't care if it's 1995. There's going to be replays. Oh, yeah. No one's going to notice. <laughs> that it's a different man you know what i mean like and and just it, like to to put the fucking icing on the cake about that whole thing where nobody notices the tv announcers that are you know the the, the penguins announcers mm-hmm. don't not recognize him you know yeah. what i mean like his teammates his coach the other team the referees yeah the fans anybody nobody notices except the bad guys mm-hmm. who look across the ice and see him and are like oh it's you and i was like really yeah they notice oh my <laughs> god movie and like again like when you talk about it and how like ridiculous and over the top it is it's like 
yeah, I could totally see it working as a comedy. Mm -hmm. It's just that it's not. It's not. It's so strange. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So he gets back into the locker room, has another absurdly quick change in this sequence where he gets out of the goalie gear and into new clothes. Who knows where they came from? He stole them from someone's locker, apparently. (laughs) Um, But that one fucking coach... Because he goes into the locker room mm, and then mm-hmm. fucking the bad guys follow him into the locker room and the, that one random coach walks out and he's like, hey, what's going on over here? And he just gets obliterated yep. with machine gun fire. And it's like, that's all Jean-Claude's fault yeah. <laughs> for choosing the horrible hiding spot of as the goalie. Yeah. <laughs> totally his fault. Yes. At this moment is that super fucking silly bit where it's three to two. And the penguins <laughs> took a penalty, mm-hmm. so they're down a man, and they have to fucking try to get a goal. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's getting down to the end of the third period, and not all of the money has been transferred over, so Powers Booth is <laughs> very angry about <laughs> it, and he's got the fucking detonator. Um, I loved that one scene where he's holding the thing that looks like a detonator mm-hmm. and it turns out to be a lighter. And yeah. I was like, did he order a lighter that looks like a detonator just to be a dick? That's so fucking funny <laughs> That's to me. just his lighter. Yeah, really. Like, it just looks like a detonator because I fucking love them so much. Yeah. I love them. <laughs> but the third period is winding down. They don't have all the money yet. And he is getting ready to blow the whole fucking place up mm-hmm. because the third period's about to end and he doesn't have all of his money. Yeah. Except he and everybody else, including Jean-Claude, is watching as Luke Robitaille gets <laughs> a shorthanded breakaway mm-hmm. to score the game-tying goal like a hundredth of a second before the, the game was over mm-hmm. and he forces overtime. And that somehow makes Flowers Booth decide that I guess I'll just blow us up when overtime's over. Yeah. <laughs> like his plan changed because the game went to overtime. Yeah. Why would it do that? Because he saw the opportunity of it being called sudden death. <laughs> he knew the he, movie he was going to be in. He ran with it. <laughs> He's like, this movie can't end in regulation. Well, no, because they they showed on the like scoreboard in the middle that it's like sudden death yeah, overtime, yeah, yeah. and he he saw that and was like, "All right, opportunity to make a suave joke." It just seems silly to me that everybody was looking to Luke Robitaille to score that goal as though it's going to save everybody's life, <laughs> because it's like, why would you think that it would? Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like the time's about to run out, and maybe he doesn't have the money, and I haven't gotten all the explosives, so. It might explode right now, but to be like, but Luke Robitaille can save us. <laughs> That's the silly go, part. Luke, go. You know what I mean? Like, it's just so fucking silly to me. And again, it's like, it should be in a movie that knows how funny that is. Mm-hmm. But there was something really cool because, like, if, if eventually he climbs to the roof, mm-hmm. Jean Claude does, because right. his plan is ridiculous that he's basically going to, like, jump down from the roof mm-hmm. to get to the suite where the bad guy is holding all the hostages. Yep. <laughs> like it's an absurd plan. I Abs- don't understand how it like how it ever came to mind. Yeah. I, really. 
but he gets up on the roof. He opens the roof. He kills a few more bad guys. They mm-hmm. almost fall into the game. I really thought that a bad guy was going to fall and splat on the ice. Yeah, and that that was something that was, like it was getting to that point that I was like, this game has to eventually be mm-hmm. stopped, right? Right, like no because- one notices that the roof opened a a little bit yeah and also another thing though is that it seemed like earlier in the movie the the roof opened to show those fireworks because remember there was just that that, like it was that moment with the detonator lighter Mm -hmm. is where like he hits the detonator button and then jean-claude hears an explosion and goes like (gasps) yeah and then it just turns out that it was like no 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 the detonator is a lighter the explosion was a completely unrelated fireworks show happening outside Mm -hmm. that the roof is open for because his son is watching it from yeah. his seat. So he's yeah. looking out there so people can see out and nobody notices the fucking red and blue lights flashing everywhere. Yeah. You're showing them what's happening outside <laughs> and for some reason they're not seeing it. It is absurd. Yeah. It is so absurd. Um, he gets up on the roof, throws some bad guys off. They mm-hmm. start landing on the fucking like the 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 jumbotron thing. Yeah. Sparks start flying. Finally the game is interrupted yes. as, as people and players Mid start running. <laughs> yeah, which I was like, okay, at least I won't watch the Blackhawks lose. Yeah. <laughs> That'll be nice. We didn't get to watch them win. But... Yeah, but they didn't lose. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, you know, all that crazy shit is happening. He throws his fucking IED at the fucking room where his daughter is mm-hmm. and blows a giant hole in it. Yep. And I was just like, dude, really? This whole thing has been because she is there. Yeah. Like I said before, I bet you he would have left it to somebody else. Mm-hmm. If he could have, if he could have oh, just yeah. been like, take your kids to safety, he'd been like, I'm going. Yeah, oh, yeah. So the only reason you're even doing this is to keep your kids safe. And you just threw a bomb at her. Yeah. Essentially. There was never a, 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 one of those moments where, you know, like you get a message to the person of like, stay low. Mm-hmm. You know, like something's going to happen. To, yeah. to give them a little heads up. She literally was just in that room like, and then, yeah, like, oh my God. She, she probably been... thought she was dying. Oh, yeah. In that moment, she's screaming, and he was just like, oh, it'll be fine. Yeah. She'll see me in a second. It'll, <laughs> yeah. She'll forget all about it. It'll be okay. Um, And then there was that one fucking awesome shot from the ice to the roof. Oh, Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. It was so fucking cool because it was fully like it was like on the ice with the, the you know, skates and mm-hmm. puck and sticks and stuff. And then it like lifted up a bit more and then it kind of like went up a bit more and then it passed the Jumbotron still looking down at them. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, wow, it's, this is like a pretty high like crane shot. Yeah. Like, this is kind of wild. And then it goes up past the Jumbotron and then it like turns upwards and it shows Jean-Claude and the dude fighting on mm-hmm. the roof there. And I was like. That was all one big fucking shot. That is amazing. Yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> Movie. I didn't know you had this in you. Like It was wild. I was like really impressed by it. And I was like, that's nuts because this movie has been really bad. Like yeah. it is, it is had like terrible, you know, like I said, it's got some pretty shaky editing throughout it where it's yeah. just like, what am I looking at? What are we doing here? And then this one just beautiful one take from the ice to the roof. <laughs> That's all you get. Like, what? what is going on, movie? Um, and then, oh, right. <laughs> I wrote, the kid takes dad's word to literally gag. Yeah. Where everybody in the stadium is running away, except for Jean-Claude's son, because he had to, of course, say to him, 
after he shoots his sister with the with the super soaker or whatever, he just gets in his face and he's like, "Don't move! Not even if the building is falling down around you." Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, you had to, you had to be so French about it, yeah. and make it so <laughs> dramatic. And then the kid listens to you word for word, and now he's sitting here yeah. <laughs> while the fucking building is coming down. At least Jean Claude knew where to find him. Yeah, I mean, I guess so. But I mean, it, truthfully, but, it's like you'd rather he be outside. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> One of my favorite like little bits in this, uh, really because of how much it made him look like Tom Selleck, was <laughs> the fact that it the 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 moment comes back because she Emily yes yeah Emily stamps the bad guy's hand yeah with the stamp she has. Uh, just for fun. I don't even like she does it to him and he just kind of laughs at it. Like, what the hell? Like, yeah. okay. And it's like, it seemed like, I don't know, like defense. Cause I yeah. think he was trying to like grab her hand and yeah. she like wham and hit him with the stamp. So he got stamped. So he's escaping in a disguise. And mm-hmm. so nobody knows who he is except she sees his hand mm-hmm. and is it's daddy. The, it's, daddy. The it's the man. That's the man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the man like it was just yeah. like did they give her one line and told her to just say it over and over apparently like i don't understand what the hell was going on there because yeah. it was like it, it was immediately obvious what had happened mm-hmm. you know what i mean like oh she's recognizing yeah the stamp from whatever yeah 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 we get it movie because mm-hmm. she just keeps going and it like keeps as she's walking away yeah walking Again. away from God. her father talking quietly yeah in a crowd. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, yeah, he's not hearing you. Nope. <laughs> but also, like, just say it to him. Yeah. Just be like, like oh, my God, Dad. Tug- do the typical yeah. kid thing of tugging yeah. on the shirt. Really? Daddy, that's the guy. Yeah, right there. The guy who looks like Tom Selleck. Yeah. Because <laughs> that was hysterical. <laughs> like, obviously, his his fake hair and mustache were blonde. Yeah. But it's the fact that he just kind of does look like Tom Selleck. A little bit, yeah. So if you put a mustache on him, he kind of inherently looks like Tom Selleck. <laughs> but I thought that was absolutely hysterical. And he takes the girl... Mm-hmm. Right, yeah, he he takes her, takes her up to where the fuck even were they? They were above the ice. They were in some. They room. were up on the roof again. Yeah, or I, I, I just forget exactly where the hell they were, but like they were, they were, but they were in the building. Oh right, you know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, they were yeah, in yeah. the building. I think they were somewhere on that, like the 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 big board thing. hanging yeah. above the ice or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like maybe a room that's in that thing or something. Either way. Yeah. Jean-Claude shows up. Bad guy has his daughter. Uh, there's a helicopter showing up to take him away, mm-hmm. lowering one of those rope uh, ladders down to him. Yep. As usual. As you do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bad guy gets in the helicopter. Mm-hmm. And he's there about to fly away. Like, he gets up into the helicopter. Yeah. And Jean-Claude grabs onto the rope ladder dangles from it as they're flying up above the stadium mm-hmm. and then he just shoots up kind of wildly yeah and it just so happens to murder everybody except for the the main bad guy mm-hmm. and it murders them in such a way that the pilot like pulls back on the stick mm-hmm. and like gets the helicopter like perpendicular to the ground yeah which Going. is like okay i assume that perpendicular is the wrong trajectory for a helicopter Typically. however However, <laughs> I do not believe 
that it would slowly fall straight down backwards <laughs> into the building perfectly like it's on tracks that yeah. it obviously was like it, it was a, it was like a crane mm-hmm. thing that they did and i'm just i do not understand how this special effect got approved yeah it's horrible so it is so the bad. worst helicopter crash i have ever seen in a movie this is so bad. Yeah, it's it like very it's, it's easily just, could be. It's just like so inherently unbelievable that it could fall backwards straight down. Yeah, like that is just straight up unbelievable. Right. The speed at which it drops down is laughable. Yeah. It is like so clearly a prop being lowered. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like this is not the movement of a vehicle. Yeah. This is a static thing. That something else is moving. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just so clearly. And the fact that there are so many cuts between like Jean-Claude looking at the <laughs> helicopter as the bad guy looks out the helicopter at him. Yeah. <laughs> like the fact that they have time. Yeah. To exchange a glance means that helicopter is moving absurdly slow. <laughs> like if it was crashing, it would just crash why would it take its time (laughs) like oh hold on hold on gotta sneak in through the roof don't want to damage the edges of the roof yeah i would have accepted like a a like uh, a scale model Mm -hmm. effect of like make a scale model of your stadium and have the helicopter crash into the roof yeah and just do it practically with miniatures and I don't even give a fuck if I see a string or something like that. Yeah. It's better than this dumb shit. Mm-hmm. Like, why in God's name did any of this get approved? So, so bad. I wrote down, helicopter falls for forever. Mm-hmm. Straight down into the stadium. Yep. <laughs> and then he, Jean-Claude, eventually comes out on a stretcher. Mm-hmm. And his kid... Uh, says something about him that shows that his kid likes him again, and mm-hmm. it's fucking over. Yeah, <laughs> I thought that was so funny. I don't, like, I don't think the kids got in the ambulance with him. Yeah, it didn't seem like it. They're just like they're they just, just gonna just leave drove, him there. Yeah, like what the <laughs> hell? Like who is? D- d- does the mom know? Yeah, what really. Happened? I mean, that's the thing is like you you'd expect there to be some sort of ending to this movie. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Of anything, or it's like yeah. okay, like does his wife like trust him now? Before she was like, you can't just be showing up and doing things with the kids. Yeah. It's not your weekend or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, so she, she's never seen again. On Wikipedia, at the end of it, it, it said something about like, and it's presumed he gets his job as a fireman again. And I was like, where? Yeah. That isn't fucking implied at all. He literally yeah. just gets put in an ambulance because he was just in a giant fucking like diehard adventure. <laughs> And then the movie ended immediately. Yeah. There was no implication. Yeah. Uh, so silly. And like if that feels like how they all ended. Yeah. This this month is that like these movies do not care about like denouement, like the end, the epilogue, <laughs> what happens, why, you know, it's it's mm-hmm. just like, is the action over? See you later, ladies and gentlemen. Yep. <laughs> We're done. done. So is the movie. <laughs> it's so funny, but I mean, in the end, I mean, it was like an hour and fifty, mm-hmm. so I was not necessarily sitting there begging for another like ten minutes of stuff. Yeah, but it was just like ah, and as they all do, <laughs> it just sorta ends. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Oh man, but like I, I'm glad that this was the final one. Me too. Because it was just like the silliest. 
in my opinion, oh, yeah. the ones like even as silly as some of them were, this is just so clearly the silliest. Absolutely. Mascot fight, mm-hmm. all that him playing goalie, all that kind of <laughs> nonsense is so fucking ridiculous. But it's just it, it's a great like cherry on top. Like the rest were all a good sort of like, you know, just like, oh, yeah, that's Jean-Claude action <laughs> movies, guns and broads and shit. And then this one was just like, and then sometimes it also gets really silly. Yeah. <laughs> and so it's a fun, like, dessert Jean-Claude movie. Yeah. <laughs> I, I hope you had fun. I did. I, I've i said it before this month that, you know, this isn't really my genre, mm-hmm. but this, this one at least was fun <laughs> overall i had fun but i had the most fun watching this movie oh yeah that uh, that i definitely understand but uh <laughs> i think that is going to wrap it up for this month on popcorn for dinner this is jeff and kelly the penguin had a gun the penguin had a gun